I'm gonna bless it. No, no, no. Do whatever. Yeah, you want. I think I'm. I'm better. I like to keep him here, and then sometimes I'll put him on. I'm better just not to put him on. I'm chill. Yeah, yeah. Just leave him, just in case. Yeah. It's just the style, you know. It's production value. Yeah, you're right. You're right. right. You just have headphones on. Yeah, you're right. Oh, People yeah, look more serious with the fucking crowns that we have in the back. The bejeweled crowns. crowns. We'll put crowns on. It'll make us look rich, dude. Yo, crowns. <laughs> no, crowns. Okay. I wish. I wish. <laughs> that would be funny. Put a, everyone wears the crown. No man, Dragon Ball, the original Dragon Ball, before Z, pre Z Dragon Ball. Okay, yeah, was like just kung fu. Yeah, yeah, it but was no magic or anything. It was just. I've like, never been watching anime, just reading mangas. So I oh, was, okay. I read all of Dragon Ball when I was like nine. Oh, sick. Yeah, I read every like Naruto, every, all that. But I was just mm-hmm. when I would watch the anime, it was only by accident on TV. You know, because yeah. I like I was like nine. I didn't know where can I find the anime of Dragon Ball every episode. I tried on there YouTube, but it didn't work. There wasn't a lot of anime. I tried then. on YouTube, didn't work. So like, I was just like, okay, I'm fucking. I'm gonna read the books. I read all the books. Yeah, like all of the anime that was going on in like the '90s. Like I didn't have internet until like you know 2003 yeah. or something like that. 2002. So like all the and all the sick animes that were happening in the '90s, I didn't know about until like post internet. Yeah, like, I just like go back and look at all this stuff that everyone was saying was cool. I mean, I don't think I knew about anime before I was six, before Dragon Ball. This is the first time first I remember. Six, yeah, wow, before I remember, like, I can't remember actually, like, anime or just mangas before that. The first thing I saw. What was the first manga you uh, read? Dragon Ball. It was definitely yes. it was Dragon Ball. Yes. Oh, yes. That's so funny. That was the first anime I saw. I didn't even know. I didn't even know it was anime though. I was like, oh, cartoon, another cartoon. I, I was knew, watching like Samurai <coughs> Pizza Cats and shit. I knew it was Japanese because it was backwards, and I was like, yo, mm. this is clearly yeah. different from like American. This is not the same as like Johnny Test, like. You <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. So I was like, yo, this is clearly like. <laughs> yeah. This is Japanese. I knew. I knew. Yeah. Yeah, American like action cartoons. Like you can tell, like the difference in commitment, exactly. You know, um, from the uh, from the from the uh, artists. I feel like it's it's not necessarily commitment. It's just like the style is way more like they put way more like uh, I don't know. They got a distinct style, like yeah, like I, when there's some there's some stuff that's gonna happen that's like really dramatic. Like the face gonna get super serious, mm-hmm. and there's gonna be serious parts. You don't see that in cartoons. Cartoons is always no. like joke around, joke around, joke around. Like, oh, this guy died, haha, joke around. You yeah. Know? Or they don't have a definitive style. Like, exactly. there's no real, like, continuity in the aesthetics yeah, of yeah. it. Like, I remember this from this one, uh, X Men, like the original X Men cartoon. Oh, yeah. Like, that yeah. was a serious one. That was a heavy, I was yeah. a huge fan when I was a kid. But, like, every know. frame, you know, Cyclops is like twice the size and then he gets smaller in another one. There, was no, it, there wasn't a lot of continuity in it. Yeah, it kind of three. Well, it didn't throw me off. I was only seven, but looking I back, think I'm I like, I know the X Men you're talking about. Was there like a like the last seasons? There was like the Sentinels that were super huge in like oh, killing yeah. everybody. Oh yeah, and they send everyone okay. to uh, Genosha. I don't remember. But the, I was like I, I ten when I was watching this. I like this a lot. Yes. Oh man, they put everyone in like in like uh uh like pr- uh, prison work camps. All the X Men, they round yes, them up. Yes, I remember. Put collars and around their neck. I remember there was yeah, yeah, and there was like one giant sentinel. I just think about it. The sentinels kind of look like Attack on Titans. They look like the Titans. Yeah, you know? that's right. Like, Big, it was like the sentinels, robots. and they were walking, and I just, I just saw this as like a deep. That was like depressing for me. I was good. I was like, okay, this is too sad. It was like heavy. Yeah, yeah, I remember that being super sad, heavy. Bro, like, I like my transition from like. Uh, 
child cartoons to like preteen cartoons was sharp. It was like a sharp sure. transition, man. Because oh, I went yeah. from like I went from like the, the, like Samurai Pizza Cats and like uh, like Biker Mice from Mars and like Ninja Turtles and stuff, yeah. which is all like funny and goofy stuff, you know. Yeah. And then I'm watching X Men and like. Uh, uh, what was the other one? Like even even Spider Man and Batman at that time were super heavy. Like yeah, dark. I, I always liked like you know just seeing like superheroes living like real stuff. You know, like that's why I never really got into cartoons. Like I never was a fan, fan, fan of cartoons. You know, I was watching like Johnny. Test. I really like Johnny Test. I really like you know like fucking like you know. Uh, it was like. Les 164 étages, something like that. It was like a school with like 160 uh, like, 64 uh, floors. floors. You don't remember that? No, nah, man. It was like a school with like 64 floors. And there was like, everybody was retarded except one guy. <laughs> and it was the main guy. It was really cool. I remember that. But I forgot the name. Fuck. But yeah. It's French, eh? Yeah. Uh, no, it was, you know, I was always watching Teletoon. So it's Canadian. It's not really French. It's... Oh. There's the French version, but it was all trans translated uh, Canadian shows from like Ontario, it's like Johnny Test, Little Drama Island, like, fucking uh, sixteen, like sixteen. I used to love sixteen. I've never seen Johnny Test. Oh, I've or seen Johnny, Johnny Test. Test. I've seen Johnny yeah. Test. Yeah. I used to love it so much. Johnny Test is like the modern, the more modern version of Johnny Bravo. It looks like. Yeah, you I mean, know this Johnny kid. Bravo. When I was like seven, I used to watch on Cartoon Network. Yeah, I was on Teletoon and shit. I didn't understand. I was like, huh, he's funny. That's a no close to the line, man. Okay, Johnny Bravo is a thirty-year-old who still lives with his mom and hangs out with children, who's constantly trying to get laid, and all the kids think he's fucking cool. Like, what the. F Who was gonna get laid? Who green? He was just a. He was like a, a womanizer. That was his thing. He was a failed womanizer. He was always combing his hair, combing his hair, trying to pick up women. Yeah. But like, hung out with children. So uh, I don't know how that got past the filter. You know. I think it's like Johnny Bravo, and he talked like it's Elvis. meant for children. So a child is gonna see a cool guy, big guy with hair that looks ridiculous as funny more than just another kid. Right, maybe it was yeah. layered. You know how like old Disney movies, It's like a failed superhero, ha ha ha. You know, like like Disney movies or like cartoons, especially like the Looney Tunes, will have like stuff that's funny for kids, but then they'll have the other layer of like adult humor that just like is invisible to yes. children. Yes, but they the, do that but in the Disney movies. Yeah. I love that. Yes, Disney and Pixar movies. Yeah, they do that. Yeah, all the that's time. why it's, sometimes I rewatch stuff and I see it so much differently. Like they met anal there. Like I think, <laughs> like what the fuck? Like they, like you know. Yeah, exactly, man. Yeah, it's like imagine being uh, like in charge of such a influential like vehicle as Disney, and you yes. got to make jokes for six year olds, you got to make jokes for twelve year olds, you got to make jokes yeah, for forty year olds, that, you know, and then teams. you got to make the eighty year old cry because it reminds her of Sleeping Beauty or whatever. Yeah, I feel like that's generational. Man. I would say yo, they deserve so much more appreciation, but appreciation. But if somebody is in this, they they don't want appreciation. They want just the money because they got the credit already, but yeah. like. They want to get famous, you know? A lot of people in, like, big industry, like, music producers and stuff, yeah. they don't want to get the famous. So I was like, yo, there's just more in, like, appreciation. By the same time, they probably don't want to get known. They just want to be low-key. Did you ever have that thought, though, when you were a kid? Like, I'm going to be a star. I'm going to be famous. Did it creep I, up on you one day? I can't say. And I never wanted to be famous. I don't want to be famous. No. I just wanted... I was like... I still think that way. I was like, okay, I need to... I want to make a change in the world. To make a change, I need to get money. 
fuck being famous. I don't want to be famous because when you're famous, you get all the depression, all the, uh, oh my God, this proper racism around my house. Oh my God, uh, I can't go outside. Oh my God, people treat me different. You know, all that bullshit. Yeah. I was always thinking like that. Mm -hmm. I used to not want to do something with that could possibly be famous and just start like a scientific um, company that would just, that would make like stuff about renewable energies, like, and just become rich about that and make investments. Oh, shit. I was want, thinking about that when I was like be a scientist. Year. Yeah. I was really into science like all my teenage years. Huh. Yeah. Okay. So when did you, when were you like, were you, okay, were you like, I'm going to be a scientist, but still music? Like I still have music or were you, did you have to make the switch in your mind? Like I'm going to be a, I'm going to be a musician. I have um, to leave, I have to leave this behind. I think I made the switch uh, of being a scientist when I was like 15. When I was like, I used to be, go to a private, like really big private school, like Brebeuf, maybe you know that. It's like a really big private school in Quebec. And I was like really into science stuff. Like all the time I was reading like really deep books about like, you know, it's called a book called Science Vie. It's like a book from France or some shit that like people in university read like, I was reading like every day. You I didn't understand most, but everything I was understanding, I was like thinking about it every day. Yeah. There was some shit about like phantom, the neutrinos phantomatic, like it's some micro particle in like uh, the, yeah, it was really deep. It was like micro particles in like, I forgot the name, but it's like stuff in the noyau the, of the atom. And yeah, it was and stuff that like trillions of them pass everything all the time. And there was a guy that made like a, fucking stuff underground that could tr uh, transmit them. So it was, we were thinking, they were thinking about making information, information, information with it. And it would be more than it, more if it, uh, use, how you call it? Use, useful, efficace? So uh, yeah, more effective. Internet. Yeah, more effective than internet. There was also another big stuff I remember. It was like, um, transferring data with like EDN because in EDN you could put you could put the one two one two with like all the letters of the EDN and you could put like so much more information in like a lot 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 less space so yeah. in like I don't know like uh, fucking a drop of blood you could put more information than you can in any like big uh, fucking server I used to read shit about that. Wow, so, man. Yeah. So you were so so that was what interested you. Yeah, I was really. What, were you also listening to uh, rap back then? Uh, <laughs> I started listening to rap when I like for all my childhood. I was always listening to African music. Uh, the music I was in my house. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I was just playing my house, like Michael Jackson, African music, compa. You know, compa is like a. Asian music and also music from the the islands yeah. and it's like it was always like this and rhythm rhythm all the time Sick. so I was I was really dancing all the time like family events all that so rhythm was always in my head but rap was like not really put in my house so I wasn't really listening to rap I started listening when in 2014 when by myself like you know just because I didn't have an iPod or iPhone before 2015 so in 2014 I was like just Shit, listening organic. to stuff on YouTube Like, wow. if I want to listen to music, I was going on YouTube or like the yeah. TV, fuck, like, you know, I couldn't do choose just YouTube. So yeah. like, I remember I went to sleep over in my, one of my like childhood friends called Edwin and we used to like listen to music and he showed me like, yo, this is like, fuck, and he showed me a song, it's called Gradure, Pomme des Tractions. It's like, and then I listened to it. I was like, yo, this is so good. Like, it How was old like, are you? I was like 14. Yeah. It was like um, French rap music. This is 
the <coughs> I used to only listen to French rap music until 2016. But I'm gonna get to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was listening to French rap music all the time, and my my friend got me into it. So, but actually, the first time. I start really first first time I started listening to rap by myself was when I I went to like a trip in vacation 2012 with like friend and I met some guys that were listening to Lafouin he's like a French rapper and I, they showed me his stuff and then I got to learn every uh, all of his lyrics by heart I was like yo I was listening all the time to like other songs you're like on I YouTube need, I need to know this yeah I really liked it so and then I was also listening to him. Then, because Lafouin was more old school, so his songs I was listening to in 2012 were like five years old, 10 years old, some shit, so <coughs> French rap. So I was listening to this, but then in 2014, my friend showed me recent shit that was like three months old. So I was like, yo, that's cool, and st too, it's cool like Lafouin, you know? So I started listening to this. I then I started getting to Nekfer. Nekfer is one of my favorite rappers, biggest inspirations in music. So I started listening to Nekfer, uh, Karis, um, Uh, who else? Uh, Lefa, uh, Lafouin, as I already said. So uh, mostly French rappers, eh? Yes, always only French rappers. Yeah. I was not listening to English rap because I couldn't understand what the f the fuck they said. <laughs> I was like, okay, like, and I was I was kind of vibing between you. I was listening on TV, radio stuff. I would like, you know, I would <coughs> like sing it, but when I would I sing it, I couldn't say the words, so I just made up like. French words. In, oh yeah, yeah, man, exactly. <laughs> I just, used to, I used to make a remix of like, uh, uh, you know, everybody dancing and that, you know, that fuck. Somebody go now, one, one. I used to make a remix. It was like, on n'arrête pas de suffoquer, ne me plus respirer. It was so. <laughs> I, I didn't write it. I just sang it as I could hear it in French. I could hear it like, okay, this word sounds like this in French. I'm gonna say that. So I used to just say that, and I was like singing it in the recess class, and everybody was laughing because suffoke sounds like fuck, and everybody's like, ha ha ha, yeah. sing this for me, and I was like singing for people. Like that was like when I was like 12, Okay, and that's when you But, knew, man. That's when, I didn't is know. That when you know, you're just, like, this is my job. I didn't know. Life. I was just joking around. Like I didn't know. I was just like, you know, it's just. Anyways, yeah. so yeah, so. I started, I was listening to French rap like every day, every day, every day. Then 2015, 16, I see uh, on Facebook, I see a fucking ad of Straight Out of the Compton coming out next six months. I was like, yo, this sounds so good. Like, it was like Straight Out of Compton. In the trailer, you saw in the trailer. Straight Out of Compton, crazy motherfucking name, Ice Cube. From a gang called Niggas with Attitude. When I called off, gonna sell it. Like this. I saw just a nod of the movie straight out of Compton, and I was like, "Damn, this is so good, cool, bro! What the fuck? I'm gonna get into this." So, before the movie came out, I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna get into this." So I listened to like all of them their songs, and I like knew them by heart. Like I was listening to to the N.W.A. like fucking every day. Mm. I used to have an app, app called Musee. It was like a blue app or some shit on my iPod. Dude, that's that's. When I started listening to this was also the moment when I could listen to my music I could choose. Because before it was just YouTube. Just go on YouTube and I write, yeah. you know, the same songs and I was listening. Yeah. <coughs> it was like 2015 when I could listen to my own songs. Not just listen to some What radio stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So then I got into NWA and I started listening to all the shit. Then a little bit, like, there was some place, like, they would put Eminem, Drake, like, Tupac sometimes. But I will mostly listen just to NWA. But, yeah, there was some shit that was going on in the playlist in the app. But I would, 
Like NWA was the only thing that was English I would listen to. All, all the rest was French. And like you're still listening to French rap all yes, the time. Yes, all the time, all the time. I still listen to French rap. And like, this was like three years ago. Yeah, it was three years ago. Wow, man. <laughs> yeah. And so you okay? Can I like yeah, how yeah. good was your English three years ago? Because your English I couldn't was great. understand the words. You like, still couldn't understand the words. No, like like. Like you know, like because uh, you rap in you rap in English. Yeah, right? I know. Like <laughs> you know this song, like uh, well, you no rap X, well like, in English. Uh, I was just listening on my English. Hold up, you like this when it came out and it was popping. I could understand like one third of what he said mm-hmm. because you know all the slang of rap. I couldn't understand anything. Right, I would only understand. That's why I can only understand like. <laughs> the lyrics of old school shit like uh, Stella Compton because they would pronunciate everything and it was and they very say, clear yeah it was clear and I would understand only some stuff like it would take me like 100 listens to get okay when he said uh, cookie shit like waffles I was like damn I didn't get that like 100 times I would listen and then I got it you know this is how I got into the slang of like Americans you know yeah because this is, we don't talk like this here in Montreal we don't yeah. we don't say like uh, you know, so I was like, damn, okay, I just got to learn the slang by listening. So, yeah, is that how you, th- you like you mostly learn English just from listening to rap? I would say rapping, yes, and then rapping, yes, rapping, but li- learning how to speak in English. I mean, I've been in class of English since I was like in primary, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, you know, school, movies, but a lot of music, yes. I should start listening to some French yes. rap. Yes, French, French rap is amazing. Like yeah. it's my. Like, I was always interested in French rap because uh, uh, just the difference in like the way you pronounce English and the way you pronounce French. Yeah. You know, like there's there's a lot more like inconsistencies in rhythm in English. Like you say, like automation, or you say like, uh, or you say like, uh, uh, like in French, like most of the syllables are usually the same. The same, like there's not a lot of stresses. Like you say, félicitations. Okay. You know, but if that was an English word, you'd say. So, uh, congratulate or uh, you know congratulations. Yeah, I feel like because of this, like English can sound more melodic sometimes. Yeah, because you, I think you can lean better. into it. It's yeah, you can you can get a flow, you know? and you can do like what Eminem did on the the Marshall Mathers LP two when he like he he stresses the wrong part of the word, like yeah. he puts the stress for the pronunciation on the off word just to fit in with his flow. Like you can do all sorts of wacky stuff like that. That that's fucks true, that's with true. your mind, but the French you can go so fast, like you can just. Um, I, I want like. Uh, I feel like you can go more fast in English. Oh yeah. Like I didn't listen to a French that was fast. Just like, no, like no, like really, just normal, like speaking. Yeah. Like actually, right now the speed I'm talking right now is kind of fast compared to what I, you know. Oh, okay. Like Nick Fur, Lafouin, Caris, they don't speak fast. So, and like, I didn't, like, every English rapper I didn't know before 2015, like, I would listen to, the way I knew about Gucci Mane was because Caris did a song with him. Oh, yeah. I didn't okay. know about Gucci Mane before that. I thought it was like a perfume or something. Wow, man. So you're <laughs> like a, you're like a pure diamond. You're like a, you're like coming, you're coming with no baggage. You're yeah, showing up. I, I guess. I mean, you're coming to customs with no baggage. That's great. And, and like, Thank you. okay, so did you start writing in English or do you like, English, do you write yes. or do you like get on it uh, with a beat and you just like freestyle? I freestyle a lot, but get the, the I started like by writing, you know? So freestyling, I feel like it's a great, greatest way probably of just learning how to rap because you can write, but 
rapping is a an entirely different stuff. Yeah. You can write super good, but the way you rap it is trash. You can write super bad, but the way you rap it is really good. So yeah. people like to hear it. <clears throat> so I was just, but yo, there's so much stuff between just me listening to fucking French rap and writing. Like I can't, I want to get to it. Yeah, go, go so for like, it. Yeah. So Tell me. I would listen to like, uh, like NWA and all that stuff. And I would like, you know, dabble into that. Yeah. But then when I got, uh, like I was playing my PS3 and I put like what I used to go on a like liking like converter of like MP3 stuff or whatever to go put my the songs on YouTube from on my PS4 on my PS3 yeah and I would put them and then from my PS3 I put them on my mom's phone and I would listen to them when she wasn't like she was letting <laughs> give me her phone give me her, her phone so wow. I would, <coughs> I would listen to like like Booba, Caris, Lafin, Nekfer, like all these French rappers all the time mm -hmm. and I would listen to I was playing GTA a lot. So I was playing with music that was on GTA too. Like if there was a music on GTA that I really liked, I would like, yo, I'm gonna look it up. So I was listening to YG a little bit. Like like GTA 2? GTA 5. San Andreas? GTA 5. Is that San Andreas or is that? No, it's uh, uh, well, uh, Los Santos. One. That's like the new Yeah, one. 2014, yeah, yeah. 2013. Yeah. I got GTA 5 in 2014. So That's a fucking yeah. crazy game. Anyway. Yeah, it's an amazing game. <laughs> I used to play that shit all the time. So yeah, like I would put my song like in there. And <coughs> then like after this, I would when I got like FIFA, then when you have to game FIFA, so 2015, middle 2015, 2016. There was Spotify, and I discovered Spotify because it was free for PlayStation. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna listen to music there, it's simple, and then just put it on converter, fuck, fuck all that shit. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna do, I'm go on Spotify. So then I go on Spotify, and I see a place it's called like Get Turned. Then I was like listening to this every day, and this is when I started to listen to English like modern rap. This is how I started. 2016, Get Turned, Spotify. <laughs> Whoa. Yes. Like, this is how I started. Like, all the future X, a boogie with hoodie. Like, all my inspirations from English rap, all of them came from here. All of them. Spotify and your PS3. Um, I would say, like, you know, and, the, and you really, I don't see them as a big inspiration. Okay, probably, yes, because they're the way I got into rap. Of course, they're a big inspiration. But, like, the way I got into, like, English rap was this. And also, I would play them and, like, In some way, I would go on YouTube, go look at them on Instagram, and I would see other artists with them, and I would, you know. So it's not all, all like, okay, I see all everything on Spotify now. These are my favorite artists. So you, know? you found, and then you dug. Yeah, yeah, I dug, and every everybody like yeah. every everybody I fuck with, I dug. I see everything about them. I look, they're fucking like, um, like, <coughs> like how big are they? Like, where are they from? Like, how they look like? Because I used to listen only on Spotify. I don't know how they look like. Like, yeah. a Boogie with a Hoodie, I used to be, like, a f I'm still a fan of him. I used to, like, listen to all his songs, and I didn't know how he looked like. And when I... <laughs> that's kind of fucked up, but, like, when I Google his name, I thought it wasn't him because he didn't look... He looks he looks regular, you know? It's cool. He looks regular. And I was like, damn, he doesn't look, like, crazy. Like, fuck. That's what I was saying. Like, it doesn't look, like, extravagant, like, so yeah. many rappers, you know? It just looks... Right. I was like, yeah, that's cool as fuck. And I was like, yeah, it's cool. But yeah, the Boogie with a Hoodie was like one of my first like artists I would listen to on Spotify like, regularly. And like, then like, you know, all these guys like Lil Yachty, like, no, no, not Lil Yachty, like, 
uh, Lil Uzi, Playboy Cardi. I remember I used to listen to Playboy Cardi on Spotify, plays in 2017, like start 2017. And I was like, yo, this is this is so fucking good, but I don't understand one word. Now I understand words because, you know, now I'm going to rap, but I didn't understand yeah, anything. Yeah. So are you, you're very active, like, uh, you're obviously a very active rapper, like you're always doing shit, always meeting new people, right? Yeah. And freestyle, and you're very, this is what I noticed about you, you're a very eager freestyler. Yeah. Because within like 30 seconds of us meeting you at that show, you're like, bring your beats back, bring, yeah. bring it back stage, let's go. I like to freestyle a lot. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And you're talented, you're good at it. Thank you, thank you so much, I, I mean, appreciate it. For someone who's, I mean, just started, one, with hip hop and two, with English in like the last three, four years. So. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm very impressed. That was a sick show, man. That was so much fun. Thank you. Man. How did you get in with all? I mean, uh, Margo and and, uh, oh, okay. and Dexter and stuff. Like because they Dex never they never. Uh, every time I go to one of their shows, I end up meeting like the coolest people. Oh, yeah. Everyone's so chill. It's because like um, Margo. Okay, so I know like Nayla from Instagram. You know Jen Princess Nayla on Instagram. Yeah, yep. I know her from I've Instagram, never met her, but I know. Her and I fuck with your music, and I was like, yo, as you should link. So I went to one of her shows. Then I see people there. I talk to them and shit, and we chill a lot, like a lot of times this summer. This all of this was this summer. So then I see Margot, and then she tells me like, "Yo, <coughs> I make like really hardcore trap beats." I was like, "Oh shit, okay, let me listen." Yeah, she was just I, over the other day making yeah, yeah. some stuff with. But uh, then I listen, and it's here. like fucking like I. It's, it's so it's so extreme. Like I was like, damn, what the fuck? Like you know. And I'm I'm I said like, yo, I made a song that's similar to like the beat is similar. It's made that yo shout out nighttime. Like I don't know if it's the recording. Nighttime. Yeah, nighttime is fucking fire. It's the one I produced Pirate Bitch, and it's like really distorted sound sounds. Is it's that YouTube? Like yeah, you can put it on YouTube. It's like um, really distorted sounds, and I was like, yo, I made this shit too. In the song, and then she was like, "Yo, I fuck with it," and she started like fucking my music and stuff. And then I said, "Yo, if you got any shows, like stuff coming out, like you tell me." And then two weeks later, three weeks later, she told me, "Hey, I got a show, like uh, you down?" And I'm like, "Yeah." So I just come. Yeah, Ritz is a great venue too. Yeah, There's it's so my first fun. time there. First time I've been backstage. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was. Backstage. I felt like a rock star. Yeah, man. the backstage yes. area. Yeah, that was so cool. Like I know, you, like it feels like you're uh, yeah. like have a valet service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or something, you I'm know? just like, <coughs> it's like a, it's so cool because it's like a place to just chill. I can charge my phone. I can yeah. like freestyle. I freestyled there with y'all. Yeah, just, it was yeah. fun. You know, with well, none of the fans. You know, just yeah. pouring all over. You just can't get a minute. Out, it's odd on the stage. You gotta <laughs> go backstage. Like, yeah, that's just like. Um, I, yeah, you could say that because I, I don't like to be like away with. It's like you know, I bring out, I bring. You out had tons fans. of people there. Yeah, there's a huge crowd for you, man. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. It was great. Thank you. I mean, I brought some people there, and we freestyle with. We, I think they were there with you. you know? Yeah, it was cool as fuck, man. Oh, it was so cool. Yeah, yeah, that was a fun show. Thank that you. That was man. a super fun show. That bar needs to get a uh, 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 card machine though. You card know? machine. I can't be carrying around that much cash all the time. Oh, uh, okay. okay. I don't know, but I didn't. I just bought a beer. No, I I think it was free because I was performing. So. Oh well, there you go. Yeah, okay. you got to get to the green room so they got a fridge in the back. You know, full fully stocked fridge. Damn, I didn't even think about that. That must be crazy. I got a show with this. Well, yeah, when you start getting a rider, what's man, a rider? A rider is like the list of things you want waiting for you in your green room <laughs> you know and like all these people have like crazy demands for their riders like yeah, like yeah, a heard, bowl of M&M's but only like, the chocolate ones like Curry and, and Yachty got like crazy cereals they want backstage or like shit yeah yeah or like uh 
or like uh, I heard uh, like Eminem like needs uh, grilled chicken. Like he needs a he needs like a platter of grilled chicken, not fried chicken, grilled chicken, like Good. multiple. Yeah, just wacky shit like that. Some people. Uh, I would who do was that. it? Who was it? I think it's Drake. I think it's Drake uh, needs no. Maybe two chains actually needs a and uh, a fresh pair of Air Force Ones. In the box, uh, probably just to perform with it. Yeah, and he gets them on. He puts them on for every every single show across the country. There's a new pair of shoes. He puts them on right before he goes on stage. That's got to be a good feeling, though. You know, you yeah. Just but they've never been worn. Yeah. And you get on stage all fresh. I don't know if I would say I want this, 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 and this. I mean, probably just want to chill. Yeah. Just yeah. leave me alone. Give me a chessboard. Yeah. Give me a chessboard. You know, give me a chessboard and a friend. And we'll play chess. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like a charger. You got to charge it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. You never hear any of that stuff. Yeah, it's just like oh, a, a charger. charger. A charger would be sick, man. I'd ask yeah. for, you know what? I'd ask for an accountant, you know? Or like a paralegal or something. Yeah. I don't know if I went this before a show. <laughs> like, okay, you got to do this to my kid. Yeah, I won't perform, man. Like, like, I don't know. Did you just ask for money? Ask for cash? <laughs> yeah, like two, like two grand. Like, is it free? Okay, there's no way it's free. It no, I mean, the fee. if you ask for five k, like, <laughs> maybe it would be like to join the crowd. Like, probably just yeah. be your money or something, or they were gonna take it out from your show. Like, yeah, yeah. They are gonna give. It's like like a free bank, like, you know. Damn. Well, there goes that dream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there goes that dream. We'll never, I'll never see uh, the money. I, in I, I never thought about this honestly. So it's. Yeah, so you're so you're fresh to the uh, to the like to the uh, the dream, I guess, of like of being a, a rapper. What do you what do you want to do with it? Do you, are you do you see yourself like being on stage in front of thousands of people rapping, or do you see yourself more like uh, like writing more, or like because we we talked a bit about like you you never really seeing yourself famous or like wanting to be famous, but like if you keep doing what you're doing, you're gonna be famous, you know. Thank you, I appreciate that. <coughs> what I want to do so, is. Not to be famous, but I saw the benefits of, you know, having some fame. You can influence people yeah. positively. So yeah. this is what I want to do. You right. Know? If I can do this in a large scale without even being famous, I would like it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if I can influence five million people positively mm -hmm. and I'm not even famous, I still fuck with it. Fuck right. Like, because the fame is like the, I see the, one of the positive things in fame is that you can ethically positive Uh, affect posit positively people mm -hmm. and one of the negative stuff is you know all the bullshit that comes with it like people harassing you getting depression like you feel alone all the time yeah. you know like a lot of people that are famous are you know they're depressed you know they they're, don't like their lives because they feel yeah. like they're not humans because Medicated. people don't treat you like humans yeah. when you're famous because you're different they treat you like yeah. you're this god you're an other I never want to be treated like a god So yeah. I guess that's why I said I don't want to be I don't want to be treated like God. I just want to be treated like a friend. Like yo, if you're my fan, you're a friend. You know, I don't want to be treated like yo, man. Get, oh, can I suck your dick? No, yeah. just be friends. Like let's go. Like you know. Yeah, that's great. I've I've been seeing that. Uh, I mean, it's 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 so it's very wonderful to to hear that. You know, and I see that more and more. Like I see more and more artists that kind of have the the this, this same philosophy of like everyone together you know yes like you're part of something yes that you want to that you want to bring up together i feel it's like nice. music is is something that's so shared by people yeah that is i can't just be the one that's just like 
different. You know, I'm the one that's making you connect with people. Why would I want to be different? I'm the person that's going to connect with everyone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be less connected with both to the other people. Yeah, you want to be to anyone else. Uh, you know, you want to be. I just able want to this to make me connect more with people, not like yeah, cut off from. Do you feel like? <coughs> do you feel like? Uh, well, this is. I'll tell you how I feel. Like music, we're kind of going back to the way it used to be, like throughout history. How music was a way of like just sharing and being part of a community and telling like what, stories. History for you. Like I mean, before like the recording industry, before like the Beatles, you know, like with folk music and traditional music and like drum circles and powwows and all that kind of stuff. Like the way music culturally existed for thousands and thousands of years was kind of like this tradition of like sharing music. You know, you'd share songs, people would take those songs, change them, kind of remix them in a way. And I feel like now, after like 80 years of like record labels, you know, and CDs or records and then CDs and like all of these big giant institutions controlling our new definition of music, which is like a CD instead of like a bunch of people in a room playing music. Yes. I feel like now we're going back to the way it used to be. It's more of like we're sharing our music with one another for free and we're like re constantly remixing everything that's coming through and, and, It, it just feels like there's there's more not maybe not as big one big community but there's more communities now I feel like that um, like do you feel like that uh, like are you from Montreal yes you're from I'm Montreal yeah yeah nice. do you feel like you've seen like well yeah even like you go, go into that show with Margot you know that's like um, a, that's two scenes I feel like can can like coexist now With a lot of the same I don't, I don't fans. I think we're more close to what used to be in history. I feel like it's so different that, like, you know, before in history, like, the styles were, you know, the instruments, even the sounds, like, you could make this part of sounds. Now we can do every sound. We, we got anything. fucking computers with, Nexus got like 60,000 sounds, you know? Yeah. This, maybe before that, 20 sounds, you know? So even there. Yeah. They were already close because it's 20 sounds. Now we got f fucking 20,000 sounds. Infinite, so yeah. It's still music, though. You know, it's still frequencies we like to hear. So everything can be connected. But I still feel that we're more connected because it was 20 sounds. Now it's like a million of sounds. Yeah, know? yeah. <coughs> yeah, I feel like, too, like you're. it's easier to express yourself as right a musician now. now. Yeah. Yes, of I course. I feel like that. Yes. You're right about this, mm -hmm. I think, too. I agree with this. Like because it's not as now, it's more democratic. Now we we we're not censored that much. Like you can't say anything you want on SoundCloud. Nobody's gonna remove your shit. Back then, when you, there was record labels filtering yeah. everything, you couldn't really do this. Except if you were doing like punk music and just saying fuck everybody and doing shows in like London. You know, people were like, I feel like the punk movement was the first to like really fuck every record label and just say, okay, we can do what we want. Yeah. Yeah. And SoundCloud is the birth of the punk movement yeah. in the modern times. I think so, yeah. Yeah. And SoundCloud's paying out now. Mm -hmm. Sounds, SoundCloud is yes, paying out now. Every big artist can. And Spotify so. just made it, uh, like, uh, made it a, like a platform like SoundCloud. Like anyone can upload to Spotify now. Uh, I feel like SoundCloud already took that spot because this... But who has more money? Five years we add now is going to be known forever in music. I think we're in a, I think we're in a yeah, historical Yes, I period. think it's... Right now it's still going on, but like 2015, 14, 16, 17, like rap changed. 
Yeah. Rap became the th- number one. This is like... That's historically <coughs> yes. never happened. When yeah. rap became the number one style, everything changed. Because before, like, XXL was like, okay, we are not the most popular XXL magazine. We're not the most popular jar. So, okay, we're not going to put the most popular artists. You know, we already know it's like a niche. Now it's not the niche, it's the mainstream. Yeah, why would record labels support something they don't think is going to be successful? Exactly. So now... Before XSL Magazine was like about like, yo, we're going to show upcoming artists that like we think are going to blow up. They don't have an album yet. They're on SoundCloud only. Now it's like, okay, we're going to put the people with the biggest hits that are new this year. So I think it's this like this because it's the biggest jar now. So the year before and the year when it became the biggest jar is years that are never going to, that are always going to, that are like historic. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's history as fuck. So, so SoundCloud yeah. was part a big part of this history because it brew up, it brought up like new artists that could, and like um, new artists that could like please mainstreams. Like yeah, you know Lil Yachty, Post Malone, all, all these guys, Travis Scott, all these guys yeah. came from SoundCloud, and these guys were not you know getting. <clears throat> 10 years ago they would not pop that much well imagine how many people told them to fuck off exactly. like imagine how many rich motherfucking industry people were like nah fuck you and they're like okay I guess exactly. I'll just go back so to my bedroom. I feel like SoundCloud took this to the next level SoundCloud is the fuck part yeah. of why I think it's the first uh, style right now uh, rap so I feel like it's already too late for like Spotify to take their place SoundCloud did his shit already they, do, they did their thing mm-hmm. like you know like, all these artists that came up, they didn't come up from Spotify, they came up from SoundCloud. Yeah. So it's already, it's, it's there, it's done. Like, I think it's but so But we never know. Man. I think it's like, so Like, tomorrow they could be like, you know, like, you never know. Yeah, you never know. Why do you think it was hip-hop that exploded on SoundCloud and not like, you know, some other... Because... That's a good question. Yo, talk about TikTok. Oh, TikTok. <laughs> you want to talk about TikTok? Uh, TikTok? Do you have TikTok? No. No, I, don't use I have the app, but I don't. I mean, I, I know, I know how it's account. a really major tool for like you know getting viral and shit. It was the same. It's used the same way as Vine used to be and shit. And it's like I feel like right now on TikTok, it's like if you want to make put your song TikTok needs to either have a big like drastic change in like a few seconds, like a beat drop or like and shit, and or there needs to be bass so they can be sequences change. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There needs to be like some funny shit that you said that could be. Interpolated in like a funny scenario that can that is versatile. Yeah. It needs to be versatile. A lot of it is hyper cringe. Like a lot of it is just. I like, don't care. I like. I like it. I know. I mean, I like but this is this is my point. Is that it's like, it's everything. It's all Vine. It's like it's rap rappers. It's dads with their daughters. It's cops. Yeah, it's funny. Enough, it's right? everything. It's like a window into everyone's living room. I mean, I feel like so much for me. A lot of stuff. A, not a lot of stuff is cringe. Like most of shit, when people say cringe, I think it's the thing for me, it doesn't look cringe. It's just so retarded, it's funny. So I don't feel like it's cringe. <laughs> right. I think that, yeah, exactly. Cringe is really like, it's, yeah. For me, it doesn't happen a lot. Like something that's cringe is like, yo, uh, this guy like just tried to like flex on these girls, but in their worst way. Like it's not even ironic, it's just cringe as fuck. Yeah, I mean, I'll, only I'll still cringe out if something's like super embarrassing. Like if someone is doing something that's super embarrassing. But I won't cringe. I would just laugh. I, I'll, I cr- like I'll cringe, cringe the first time. I'm like, fi- I'm pre- I'm like, <coughs> like, I grew up, you know, without the, like, without the ability to look at people being embarrassed constantly. 
I wasn't around a lot of embarrassment when I was young, except myself. Yeah, it was. uh, (laughs) And so I, but I get it because I like watch it and be like, oh my god, like fucking. And then I'll watch it again, and then I'll watch it again and again and again, and then I'll send it to him. That cringe moment you described for me is like. I would just be shocked, like, oh, this is so retarded. I wouldn't be like, you know, because if I cringe about something, I won't, I won't look at it again. Right. I would look at it, and if I like it and it's retarded so much, I would like it. <laughs> yeah. If it's, if it's really just cringe, I won't, what the fuck? I don't like be the cringe feeling. I don't like it. Yeah. Do you, are you, uh, cause you have a, you're, you're on Instagram, right? Yes. And, yes. uh, do you do a lot of like, uh, 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 cause I, we just met. I haven't checked it out yet. But it's okay, uh, man. but uh, do you do like a lot of vlog stuff? Like, do you like talking to the camera and like? Uh, I'm sure you um, do a lot of freestyle stuff. Right now, yeah, <laughs> freestyle a lot. Um, I'm not. But I mean, <clears throat> okay. When I freestyle on my phone right now, it, I take my mom's phone because my phone is fucking retarded. It doesn't <laughs> charge. I tried to charge it for like two hours before I came here. It charged twenty percent. I walked to Metro. It's already dead. So, you know, it's like this. I'm trying to buy a new phone. If you got a fucking phone in Montreal, like six and plus, and you want to say, oh, please hit me up. Yeah, all right, little snack. If you see me, he needs it. Video. Okay, so, yeah. We should have um, had the charger in the rider, man. You should have told us your rider. You didn't get our email? No, you sent me an email? <laughs> no, no, we okay. didn't. But imagine if we sent, we should start sending our riders to people. Like, what do you want? Riders? Do you want? Like those little things with oh, like, okay. Skittles. The name is Rider. Okay. The rider, okay, yeah. now I know Skittles, the Charger. Okay. This is that, chocolate M and M's. Yeah, go get us some Skittles, man. Yeah, well, we, should pro- we should probably wrap this up anyway, man. Yeah, what are we at? Oh, we got lots of time. What was the time? What was the thing you said again? You said something about what? What did you say? I, I can't remember. I got sidetracked by Skittles. Now all I want is Skittles. Fuck. Skittles, bro. Oh, the icy one. No, now, now we're totally lost. Uh shit, okay, let's think. We were talking about We were talking about TikTok and like the sampling shit and like sampling. Yeah, what's that about? Like TikTok owns the rights to all this music. Like they're allowed to play. Yeah, we just looked it up the other night. TikTok uh owns all every every TikTok um like video, TikTok owns and can use or remix and sell and you don't have the rights to anything you do on TikTok. It's written right in the so if you sign up for TikTok and you use a song like in your thing, now TikTok like it's we're in uh, we're in a slippery I mean, situation. They they own all of this content of like people dancing with their kids and shit. If there's a 50 second videos if, if there's a 50 second 15 second video with a song, they own that video. But the song the, these already copyrighted and all that shit from two yeah, party distributor. They get licensing through Universal Music Group or something like that. It's like the, the you know the like the if I put my song on TikTok on TikTok, TikTok. If TikTok. I put my song on TikTok, like they won't own my song, you know? Like I still getting money from my streams. You yeah, know, that's they get right. they own the video or whatever. But let's say it's their app. Let's I mean, say of you throw a song app. on with you like uh, rapping on it. Like a video, like an actual, t- you put a TikTok out and it's your song and you're rapping on it or whatever, and you put it out, and then let's say you blow up, you know, you become super famous. They can use that TikTok without your and make money and advertise like, oh, like Lil Snack was on TikTok, yeah, and and you can't do anything. When you about when it. you big on TikTok, they they reach out to you, you know. I know oh, some yeah, people yeah, that reach money that got reached. I I know some TikToks like users like they're kind of big. Like I talk to them and shit. Mm-hmm. Like uh, because before that they used to be like. Just mean people that were making videos before that, all yeah. the TikTok shit. And I used to talk to all these people. So, 
<coughs> and Usain like, reached out. And when they're not even, like, the biggest. So when you get kind of big, they will reach out to you, get partnerships. You can make ads for them. I don't feel like it's a scamming way. Anyways, you make a video. You blow up with it. You get 200,000 followers on Instagram. This is already, like, worth so much money, yeah. and you get it for you. So, yeah. you know, that's, they own your funny. video. They can share all the fuck they want, but you still got your followers. It's still you. It's still a, so, st- it's a platform. So when they advertise you, like, you could say, oh, my God, they're not paying me. They're advertising with me. You, The people are still going to see you in the video, sir. You know, yeah. you're getting some kind of, like, retribution because yeah. it's still you in the video. It's If it's my music, it's still my music. People are going to, okay, I want to listen to this on my application, Spotify, Apple Music. They can yeah. look it up. That's the point, right? You know? So I don't feel like it's a scamming way. From what you told no, me, no, I don't think it's. I don't think it's a scam. I think it was very smart. I think they just know. I what mean, they're it's kind of obvious. It's their application, so of yeah. course everything you do with your app is on. Like, but even, not on YouTube. Even with this face, um, fucking face age, like face you know the app, thing that face, makes age people. What's it? Face app. Face yeah, app. face app. Yeah. I saw that like this is a company that's based Russians, in St. Petersburg and some yeah, shit, yeah. and. They got the rights on all your age and dining and all that stuff yeah, that okay. you put on your app. Yeah. So this is the this is one example when I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Oh yeah. Not TikTok. Exactly. Yeah. Did you do that face app? No. Do you I, do that thing? My, I don't got search on my phone. I got two apps. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got like SoundCloud. Man, this guy's analog, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you're untouched. You're unscathed by the uh, internet. You know, probably why you're so talented, man. Oh, no, no, man. Like the face app stuff is creepy. That's that. Yeah, it's some creepy yeah. stuff. And now, but I mean, how hard would it be to get a bunch of? I mean, at least we're already, already, like we're already like fucking observed by the media all the time. Yeah, so yeah. What we're, the fuck? A nap is gonna change. Like, we're way steep. Still, you know, like uh, Edward Snowden already said that in America, at least, like everybody is getting observed by the NSA all the time. Yeah, like ten phone, years ago, they record your shit. Look on Siri. When you say "Hey Siri," they detect your voice, so that means they hear your voice all the time. Yeah. So they're going to hear your voice all the time. And then Somewhere when they else. hear a Siri, they will wake up. But they record all your shit. All your shit is heard, basically. And like, at least analyze. Because they're analyzing every word until they ate a Siri. And yeah. it wakes up. So every word you say is analyzed. And that shit can't be sent to the government. You never know. So, I mean. And now they can recreate your voice, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We're fucked. Yeah, we're fucked, man. We're neck deep. What are we going to do? Man, bro, it's just trying to live life man i can't do shit about the government right now no no you can't no yeah that's it man i just think we all have to be like more positive about like who what we can do with ourselves and with like the people we know and like all of the 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 art or the or the scenes or whatever go out and support your friends all yes, that yes. that's the only way I like, feel like it's it'll so be easy worth to, it like be negative though on instagram on not instagram internet yeah <coughs> negative people Negativity is entertaining more than positivity. So you're going to be attracted more to it on the internet and fool it more. Yeah. So you see a lot more shit that's negative on the internet like, than positive shit. Yeah, it's like the screeching break effect, I'd say, you know? When you, when you hear, uh, when you're, we're just sitting here like this and we hear, you hear, you know? And everybody turns their oh, head because yeah. they okay. think the car is about to crash. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I like this. That's impression. what it is, you know? Yeah, you're right. You think something's about to go wrong. Yeah. And those thumbnails, man, they fuck with you. Those thumbnails they put on those videos are always like right before something happens, and you're like, "Oh, that!" And then you gotta watch six minutes yeah. of some video. I don't, I don't like your. 
I just watch like the, I just listen to beats on YouTube and like shit I like. I That's don't really good. listen good to. You. I don't listen to like random universe. Like you to what? I don't really listen to like random vlogs and shit except. That's my boy, Papi Mel. Shout out, Papi Mel. What's his name? Papi Mel. Shout out, Papi Mel. Shout out. fucking boy, man. I watch his shit because you know he's my friend. Yeah. But like, <coughs> except like him and like some other YouTubers, I don't really watch like, maybe re- reaction videos. Yeah, no jumper. No jumper. Yeah, no jumper I like because oh it's God. like interviews, yeah. you know, it's not just vlogs. And, oh my God, I got killed by my cat. You know? <laughs> yeah, man. Do you ever see uh, Kenny Beats? Yes, yeah, I, I that's, that's like cool. The yes. freestyle. I think it's a really interesting approach of a producer to brand himself and in his, his beats. Yeah, in a way that can be accessible to listeners because when you know, mostly producers are known by artists and people that make like rap. You know, yeah, but everybody else is like, oh, they just press play. Yeah, and fuck. Stand but now and... they see all the producers are acting in the studio. How they are such an essential part of music, and it's a really great way. I think it's. In, Shout out Kenny Beats, man. Yeah, that stuff's so cool, man. I yeah, saw the one with cool. Earth Gang and Vince Staples. Yeah, they're cool. That stuff's cool. Yeah, there's so much positive stuff on the internet, but uh, most of it is negative stuff. And eventually, like, even if you get onto a thread and the algorithm, like, takes you down a rabbit hole of, like, really positive stuff, eventually it'll be, like, you know, man confronted by rabid tiger. You, you can just filter your shit. Like, if you like a lot of shit that's negative, you're going to see it more. Yeah. Because they see everything you like on Instagram, every every site. So, I mean, if you like to be entertained by negative shit, you're just going to see it more. Uh, you know? It's a, it's a vicious cycle. You spiral yeah. down and down and down. It's like a sphere. So, if you like every, like, every, like, I don't know, stuff that's in certain subject, everything is going to pop up about that subject and you're not going to know about other shit. So, you're going to be, like, stuck in that bubble a little bit. Like an echo chamber, yeah. Yeah. I think that happens. I think that's like the one thing they're going to say the internet did was that, you know, in the future yeah, when mean, they look it's back. It's easy to brainwash, especially impressionable teenagers with this. Yeah. Like I saw, I remember I used to be on Nine Gag a lot. <coughs> oh, yeah. Like all the time I used to be on Nine because, you know, I make memes. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like I used to be on Nine Gag and when I was in there, I didn't realize how tough shit it was. But it's fucking disgusting. Community is disgusting. Disgusting yeah. people. Disgusting jokes. Like everything is racist, um, sexist. Like joke about kids, fucking kids. When Only you, provocative. Like, it's like it's not even funny. It's like just so much toxic and shock. Sometimes I will. Yeah, exactly. It's just it's just like twisted shit. And sometimes I will make jokes about it. And I will in social and people are like, "What the fuck?" And I realize, yo, it's not even about. You look at a document. Look at my racist memes. You know, no, it's no, like, it's, it's anonymous. I feel like the whole negativity together all the time on this shit. Yeah, it's it's it, it piles on. It piles on. It incentivizes more negative yeah. behavior, and then if you need to shock a little harder, it now you gotta a, start talking. Yo, it was a point when a nine guy like shit. you see a kid. You expected pedophile jokes on the top. Like, it was oh, like, yeah, see the whole fucking man. Like the internet sometimes just feels like a bathroom stall to me. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like in a bathroom stall and yeah. everyone writes, like everyone writes on the wall because it's anonymous yeah. and you can write whatever the fuck you want. There's all, there's always like fucking your dad jokes or yeah. like all that shit, pedophile jokes. And that's what like a, a lot of the internet seems like sometimes. It's just like a bunch of strangers writing the worst shit. And you're like, oh, is that what it's like outside? I mean, is the, I feel like internet is... A picture of the subconscious of people. Yeah, 
Yeah. So whatever you send in your net, that's popping, that's popping, everything is a subconscious talking. Yeah. So if you see something that looks so retarded, oh my God, ha ha ha. Your subconscious tells you, I like to entertain myself, seeing people that seem dumb. I like it. It's entertaining. If you see <clears throat> people that, I don't know, that are like obsessed with makeup and that like look fake as fuck, your subconscious is telling you, you need to be like this to yeah. be something, one, you know, or not even that. It's like everything you like on Instagram or whatever is just your sub- subconscious talking. Yeah. So you like this aspect. It's basically how the brain works more than what it's you in, like. It's an impulsive, like it goes, I, I always say it's like limbic. Like it goes down to like your reptilian brain, like your limbic brain. That's all about like aggression, fear, uh, yeah. intimidation, yes. um, so, yeah, things so like that. Everything on the internet is there for a reason because it was liked, promoted, or sometimes it's the f- the fucking uh, developers that promote some bullshit. Yeah, well, they know they have, but they know how it works. Even that bullshit they promote, they do it because they brand it as something that's gonna catch people subconscious. Of course, they just want eyes. They want eyes on yeah clicks, and then advertising. So when they see people that's good at grabbing people subconscious, they want to use them. Yeah, that's right. Because they have attention. They have attention that attention people. Attention is worth more than anything. Yeah, right? that's why you got to pay it. You know, people people pay attention. It doesn't cost them much. Maybe, yeah. but it definitely works a lot for the, you, you can the ask people me you're deep watching. Questions. I'm down to have like deep. Like, oh yeah, well we get pretty deep sometimes. But I'm down to like, like way more deep than anything. Well, like, um, uh, uh, like well, what you just said about um, uh, fucking. Um, I will, you can't ask me anything about life. Anything like. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, what do I want to know? I want to know. Uh, like when you do you still listen? I mean this is gonna be deep, but it'll lead somewhere. Uh do you still listen to the music you listened to growing up? Like all of the like Haitian rhythms and like rhythm music and stuff like that? Regularly? Yeah. No, not really. No. But like when I you're home like with the family kind of movie, stuff? What? When you're back with the family, like I, that's I mean I still with my family. So yes. Yeah. Like it's it's part of my soul, man. Like so I listen to like <clears throat> in a party I'm gonna turn up like I never did. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. I'm gonna love it. It's, it's something I can never eat. Cause you know that thing, like if you like, like if a kid like grew up in a cave and never listened to music, you know. And in 2020, you take that per- the kid out of the cave and you play him like an old scratchy vinyl from 1910 of like a Brahms symphony. They'll think it's like the greatest thing they've ever heard, right? Yeah. So like, do you think like? What I'm trying to ask is like that thing in music. Like, do you still recognize? Like, can you still listen to that old stuff that you grew up with and kind of see the same thing that you see or hear in new music, where you like you can you can you can kind of extrapolate from like what they were trying to do back then with what people are doing now. I think about this a lot. Like, I think about how how music evolves. Well, I think I like to think about like if Beethoven was alive today, like he'd probably be a dubstep DJ. You know. I think about that kind of it's shit. Like what would, like what, what were they doing back then that we're doing now? Cause we're the same. We're the same people 200 years ago. We have the same brains, same bodies, you know, it's, it's just a social, cultural, technological change. So okay. like, like, uh, like, do you still hear, like, do you still, do you hear like, uh, do you hear that 
like do you does the old music still inspire you i guess is kind of maybe the, the deeper part of my okay, question inspiring me musically or yeah I like yeah it. like well like in musically yeah if you hear like some old stuff are you like I think that it's, it's it build my musical taste at an early age so it's always gonna impact how i see music it's like a foundation. even if i don't know it's subconscious like it's it's you know it's yeah. like um fuck it's like what kind of food you ate when you were a kid? If you like vegetables, or if you were Dunkaroos. given vegetables when you were a kid, you're like, you got chances of never going to eat vegetables. You know, like my mom was feeding me good stuff, so I was eating vegetables all the time, and I still like them. Mm-hmm. If I was never fed vegetables, maybe I wouldn't like them that much right now. Yeah. You know? So I can say, yo, <coughs> because of this music, I'm listening to this music right now. But... It's clear as an impact. I can't say the amount of impact because it's in my subconscious. You know, I'm not aware completely of that. Yeah. <coughs> do you listen to any other? Uh, what What other types of music do you listen to? I now? listen to everything. Like I listen to now. You just listen to music, like whenever. Yeah, whatever, I listen to classical on. music sometimes. Uh, I listen to. Uh, I like uh, alternative R and B, like Corbin Spooky Black. If you know him, like, I don't know uh, Spooky Black. He's one of my biggest inspirations. I'll put him in. You can put without you. It's like his biggest song. Yeah, this Oh yeah. This is like one of my biggest inspirations. This is still like you know, it pop this alternative and big though. It's not really hip hop. Shout out Spooky Black man, I love you. If you see that ever. This is wide open. Cool. Where's this guy from? He's from Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Wow, man. It was 16 when he made that. <laughs> I like this. So pretty. Yeah, it's amazing. Amazing. Let that go a little bit. This <coughs> is my friend Matt that made me discover Corbin back this January. Yeah. So like he showed me on Instagram, he said, Oh my god, new son Corbin. I was like, you was that guy, I'm gonna check him out. And then I listened to him like every day since then. It's amazing. Yeah. I listened to all their songs. Every song. That's been like low key like Deleted songs from 2013. I listened to everything. And <clears throat> my friend Matt is actually a really amazing artist too. He's from Australia. Like I made him through Instagram. I fucking love you, Matt. Man. Shout out. Yeah. <laughs> is he in Montreal? No, he's from Australia. He's he in, back in Australia. No, he's just lived there. Oh, okay. He's never been to Montreal. Like, and he makes like... Oh, hello, he Australia. Makes kind of, yeah, hello, Australia. I guess uh, another friend from Australia, Casey... Casey. Shout out Casey. Uh, <laughs> like, you know, it's like he makes a sound that's like R and B stuff too. And this is one of his big inspirations too. This is nice. Yeah. This is beautiful. But uh, yo, people are sleeping on Matt. He's fucking amazing. I hope he blows up too. 
You can put he, he knows what he's it. doing. He's got no, this really... is Corbin. Matt is my friend. Oh, Matt, this. your friend Matt. You sorry. can put his song "Wime" on. Thing is on YouTube. What's his name? Wime, like W H Y M E space. No, oh, sorry. W. And you put like uh, fuck. I forgot his name on his name. You can just put Dimat maybe. Dimat. Yeah. Like that. M A T T. No. Fuck. Oh. Uh, fuck. I, I forgot his uh, like artist name. Like, if you go to his Instagram, we can do this shit later. Like, yeah, we'll do. We'll do that later. Yeah. We'll find something else. Um. But yeah, give me all of his stuff. Um. And then. Uh, yeah. You can. Yo, ask me any. We can do. A, we can do us. We can do a Skype call to Australia. That'd yeah. I could on my Facetime right now. You ever been over there? You no. met him on Instagram, man. Eh? I've never been on Australia. No. no. I've only been to. Uh, only. Kind of been to a lot of places like uh, Barbade, Haiti, France. When it was a escal, so only like four hours. Mm-hmm. I wanted to. My family wanted to go to Eiffel Tower, but I said it was too cold. What I was said. the first place you said? Uh, first place I ever went to. Yeah, like outside of Canada. Yeah. The USA, like USA? Probably, yeah, yeah, probably New York. So because I have family there. So where is your family from in Africa? My my dad is from Togo. Togo. Togo is a country in the West Africa. It's between Ghana and Benin. Okay. It's uh, close to Côte d'Ivoire to Senegal. Yeah. You know that? Um, I've been there when I was six years old for one month. My dad is from there. And my mom is from Haiti. Oh, okay. Haiti is, uh, you yeah, know, it's an islands. Yeah. A lot of Haitians in Montreal. Yeah, of course. A lot course, of good yes. Haitian food. Yeah. Yeah, cool. So, so you grew up listening to Haitian music? All the time. And what I about f- music from Togo? Yo, oh my God, all the time. Like, What's the, it like? The, it's really good. You can put some if you want, like Too Fan. You can put Too Fan, Taxi Moto. This is a song I used to grow up to. You can put Decali Guada. It was a, I think, Cameronese song. Like, <coughs> it's not only Togo, Togolese music. It's like all West Africa, all Africa. I used to listen to Yusun Dor. That shit? Yeah, I was listening to This was my shit, like, when I was a kid. My right, dad yeah. used to put this on the TV all the, all day. Oh yeah. Yeah. Are your parents very musical? Yes, my dad is very very. My dad has like collections of CD. Like he used to have like because I don't live my dad anymore. It's like in Africa right now. But like I used to have like like collections of DVDs DVDs of African music all the time. He used to put them on the TV and what it was like our own MTV in the house. You just always had it on. Yes, always like. That's super cool. Was your dad a, a musician involved no, with music? No, it was not. It didn't. It doesn't make music. But he knew no. some people that were. He was friends with some people that made like korai. Don't if you know that korai is like an uh, African instrument with like sixteen chords. It's like a. It's like a harp. Sort, <coughs> no, it's not. A harp. It's sort of like a guitar, but you put it like, you put it like over. You not like this. You put it like this. You know, if you put the guitar like this and do it like this, you know. So it's a chord, it's 16 chords, and you got like a cymbal. Cymbal is like, I think it's like a fruit or some shit <coughs> that is making the sound. And when you resonate with the chords, you can put kara if you want. Courage or, yeah, it's this, exactly. Wow. So yes. there's a bunch of resonant strings. Yes. My, I think my dad had one in my house. And do you play it with a bow or with your fingers? You play it with fingers. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's like really uh, like uh, African sound, you know. But yeah, this, this is the sound of my childhood. 
I was not listening to rap. I was listening to this. This is nice. Yeah. This is this blowing. Kind of music this is just, CDMI for you. It just cheers you up. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Style, when's this from? Um, I think it's from 2004 or something. Cool. But it was before that because I used to listen to this 2006 when I was in Africa. So. But you can put Decade Gloria too. There was a... What's that one? How do you spell that one? D-E-C-A-L-E G... Yeah, Decade. You just put Decade Gloria. Oh. This one? Yeah. Dude, this is like 50. Shout out minutes. to Togo. Yeah, this is not from Togo though. I forgot. Oh, no? I think it's Senegal. I don't know. Shout out to Senegal. Yeah. This was listening every day, every party with my family. This guy's a hype guy, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh! We used to have a little dance with my cousins when we do this, like this camera. We do like, everything. Oh! I want to go hang out with this guy, man. <laughs> How many views is this? Can I see? Wait a minute, let's go. Come back. Wow, 58 millions. 55 million views yeah. for Jesse Matador. That's fantastic, dude. So yeah, this is the sound of my childhood. Like yeah. this Yusundur, maybe you know him. It's like a Senegalese singer, it's like a legend in Senegal. <coughs> Listen to him every day with my father and my mom. My mom is listening to a lot of African music too, but I listen to like Compa every day. So like, you got like You got like African, Senegalese, Togo music, no, uh, and okay, then Togo also music, Haitian yeah. music, yeah. and then like straight out of Compton. Yeah, straight out of Compton is me. Like my person, yeah, not you. put this. Michael Jackson. Isn't that like that's the feeling <coughs> though? That's like when you find that that golden disc yeah. that's just yours. You yeah, know? Right. Yeah, and I have like, a couple of those. Michael Jackson was put on the TV all the time too. Because yo, my dad had all the DVDs, all this stuff, put all the damn in TV. Oh yeah. This is pretty sick, dude. Yeah, that was my stuff, man. Yeah, we used to do this with my cousins like in the Christmas parties and stuff. Cool. Do you have any uh do you have any siblings? Brothers or sisters? Yes, I have a brother and one sister. Oh nice, cool. Nice family. They're older than me. Oh you're the baby. Yeah, yeah yes. I love your family. How does your uh, your uh, your mom? How does she feel about uh, music? Yeah, music. My music or music? Well, both. <coughs> okay, my mom was like a, a dancer. She had like a school a dance school, so she was dancing like African Asian music like uh, professionally for years. She's at a school of dance, so music was always a part of my family. I think like. Just dancing. I was dancing all the time when I was a kid. I dance with less now, but I was always dancing when I was like young. So like, all these choreographers, I knew them, you know. So <clears throat> my mom is obviously really, really like you know musical, but the you know there's difference between a listener and like 
creating music. So my mom wasn't really into creating music. My dad, yes, more, but I didn't, I didn't see my dad for like two years. So mm. he's like somewhere in Africa, I don't know where. So my dad was more into like creating music stuff. You know, my mom was more into like dancing. So right. my mom, when she listens to my music, she will only hear the bad words. You know, oh, like wow. she would like in respect your bitch. She will not hear understand that. Yeah, I can't just explain all everything about respect every lyric. Like if you want to, like. Uh, Basically, I'm gonna say it's short. Like, respect your bitch is like ironic. And exonomic. The title is an oxymoron. Mm-hmm. So I try to ironically say I'm a respect your bitch in like the, you know, it's just my way. Yeah, you know, it is an oxymoron, of course. So I, I try to say I'm gonna respect your bitch, and I say this. Fuck, there's so much parts, but I'm gonna take one part. Okay, like if for my genius interview, okay, this is for my genius interview. Yeah. I'm gonna say one part. So I may say that keep the rest for my genius. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe one day. Uh, shout out genius. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. Um the part where I say, I don't care, it's just fat, I'ma respect your bitch. So fine, I don't know how to act. I'ma respect your bitch. Nah, nah. I try to say like I'ma respect every bitch. I don't care if she's fat, she's a trans, she's like, I don't care, I'ma respect your bitch. Yeah. So basically I tried to flip the stereotype of saying I'm gonna fuck your bitch but I say I'm gonna respect your bitch in like a wool song but it's not and well, I say it is. to yeah, every it's wholesome in a rap yeah. way yeah it's, I mean my way yeah in your so way I say I respect every bitch so like I say even say if girl she's black or white or white um, I don't care she's black or light skin or white or Asian she arrives she's Latina you ask like he's a deal so I tried to put every continent I missed out <laughs> the natives sorry the natives Next single, man. Next single. Yeah, I didn't say the niggas. I'm single. really sorry about that. Uh, but I, I try to say every race, you know. Um, <coughs> to include everybody is going to get respect. Yeah, you want to touch. You want so to like, help a lot of people. I so. touch, you know, the like scene of like just rap. And then I say my way like, yo, I'm a respect people. Let's have fun. Yeah, yeah. Let's have fun, man. Your stuff is super fun, man. It's so really, fun I jumping around. It. Thank you. I appreciate that. Cool. Well, uh, I, yeah, man. Let's let's wrap this up. Let's get let's get let's make some beats. You know, if you want let's more, let's get some rounds. I'm down, man. No, we'll do, we'll do another one. We'll do another okay. one. We I got we got to get out of here anyway. Okay. But uh, yeah, tell the tell the folks at home where they can find you. Okay. Uh, you can find me on. Bring it right Insta- up. Make sure they hear it. Do do they? Is qu'on a bien pu m'entendre pendant l'interview? Huh? Is qu'on a bien pu m'entendre pendant l'interview? No. Could you listen well to what I said? Yeah, oh yeah, I think so. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> you can find me on Instagram at L I L S N A C K underscore underscore underscore. So Lil Snack and Tree underscores. Lil Snack. This is my Instagram. On Instagram. Uh, SoundCloud is just Lil Snack. Uh, my profile picture is like uh, with a red background. It's just me doing selfie in my so in my room. Okay. <laughs> So this is my SoundCloud. Spotify is Lil Snack 2. It's a pic of me on a tractor. Took by my best friend, Jad. Shout out Jad Stanbro. Um, Jad. So this is my Spotify, my Apple Music. I don't have a picture yet on Apple Music. Oh, we'll get it up. We'll get it up. (laughs) Yeah, one day, man. One day, one day. Are you playing any shows anytime soon or it's still in the uh, the works? uh, Right now, I don't know yet. Don't Sometimes know yet. it's maybe this week. I yeah, know, like last know? minute. I mean, I did like ten shows this summer. Man. Yeah, yeah. They they sneak up on you. Yeah, but it was great. It was so awesome seeing you the other day. Man, I really I appreciate. It was nice this. meeting you. Thank you, man. Fucking cool, man. Like and like check out my, a little snack. My message to people like um, wear condoms. 
Right. Write, read books and have fun in life. You know, you got one life, you need to take care of it and experience it the most you can in any way. Uh, I hope what I do can make you experience whatever you do in a better way, you know. I know <clears throat> I may not be able to affect the world in a global way, maybe one day, but right now, if I can enhance your personal world, this is what I'm going to do, man. So, I so be ready. If you took the time to listen to one hour of me fucking talking, I love you so much. Thank you. Have a bonne uh, journée. Merci, bye. Thanks, everybody. Like, you know. Sick, homie. Thank you. Man. That's it.